promise, Lord, never again. But I also know that you know what a weak willed person I am. Don't regret this, Lord. I'm a wonderful person. The earth and everything in it, the world and its inhabitants, belong to the Lord. For he laid its foundation on the seas and established it on the rivers. Who may ascend the mountain of the Lord? Who may stand in his holy place? The one who has clean hands and a pure heart, who has not appealed to what is false and who has not sworn deceitfully, he will receive blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. Such is the generation of those who inquire of him, who seek the face of the God of Jacob. Lift up your heads, you gates. Rise up, ancient doors. Then the King of glory will come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord, strong and mighty. The Lord, mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, you gates. Rise up, ancient doors. And the King of glory will come in. Who is he, the King of glory, the Lord of armies? He is the King of glory. Amen. Well, this is Psalm 24. This is the psalm for the first Sunday in Advent. This is the traditional psalm for the first Sunday in Advent. The the psalm prior to the three-year lectionary coming into existence. The psalm from whence uh, uh, we would uh, understand the meaning behind this first Sunday as having that connection to Palm Sunday. Having this connection to the King of Glory making his way uh, into Jerusalem, right? The, the, the tradition is, is that you would have um, this Sunday be connected to Palm Sunday because you have the entry of the King. You have Christ coming into the world, just like in Palm Sunday, you have Christ entering the holy city. Here you have Christ entering into the world for his people. Well, here, Psalm 24 is this psalm that deals with the the readings on Palm Sunday. And so now we have it here with Advent 1, that uh, it begins with saying that, that everything belongs to the Lord. That there isn't anything in existence that doesn't belong to God. The world and all its inhabitants. So everything that dwells upon the earth belongs to God. You, me, uh, cockroaches, uh, uh, mice, uh, uh, wasps, mosquitoes, uh, snakes. All those things belong to God. Because it says, for he laid its foundation on the seas and established it on the rivers, that it is that God built up this place. And then a question is asked, who may ascend the mountain of the Lord? Who may stand in his holy place? Thinking of of the place where the tabernacle would be, eventually where the temple would be, uh, who, who may go up there? It says, the one who has clean hands and a pure heart, who has not appealed to what is false and who has not sworn deceitfully. He will receive blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. Such is the generation of those who inquire of him, who seek the face of the God of 
Jacob. I've always had issues with this section of the psalm. I, I love all the other, but I've always had, because it sits here and it says, well, the only way you can enter into the kingdom of God is by having clean hands. But then I'm reminded that none of us have clean hands, that we're all part of the, the sinfulness that is humanity, the brokenness that is creation. We are all part of it. But then I started reading this and thinking of this text being attributed to our Jesus. Who may ascend the mountain of the Lord? Who may stand in his holy place? Well, one did ascend a mountain, right? This baby born to die comes into the world for the purpose of ascending a particular mountain to stand in a holy place, to do a holy work, and that is to apply righteousness to you and to me. This baby born to die ascends that mountain called Calvary to take our place. And he's the one who has clean hands. He's the one who's not appealed to what is false. He's the one who has not sworn deceitfully. He's the one who receives blessing from his, his father for what it is that he is going to do for the entire creation to make all things new. And that it says, and righteousness from the God of his salvation, that he will receive, that the word can also mean vindication, that, that Christ is going to be declared righteous through the work that he is going to do. And it says that, that God raised him up on the third day for you, for me. And so then we want to welcome him, right? That it, that it sets up and it says that God is the creator of everything. Then it places us in a position to realize that it's God who goes up to that mountain to bring about righteousness and salvation. And then it comes into a word of praise for us. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, so that the king of the glory may come in. Who is this king of glory? He is the Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. The one who has come to wage war and to win victory. And that is what this baby is going to do here as we enter into the Christmas season. He's the one who's going to come with power and authority and might to bring about a victory for you over sin, death, and the devil. This little baby, uh, the, the little uh, Jesus in the golden diapers, the one who's going to come to save you. This little child, he is the king of glory. He's the Lord of armies or the Lord, the Lord of hosts. We have a hymn in our hymnal, the, the, the green hymnal. Well, mine has a red spine now because it's broken. Um, but Fling Wide the Door. It's, a, it's an old German hymn. And it was actually translated by one of my professors, Gracia Grindel, uh, here for the, the, green, uh, the green hymnal. But Fling wide the door and bar the gate. The King of glory comes in state. The Lord of lords and King of kings, the Savior of the world who brings his great salvation to the earth. So raise a shout of holy mirth and praise our God and Lord, Creator, Spirit, Word. He is the rock of our belief, the heart of mercy's gentle self. His kingly crown is holiness. His scepter is his loveliness. He brings our sorrows to an end. Now gladly praise our King and friend and worship him with song for saving us from wrong. 
O happy towns and blessed lands that live by their true king's commands, and blessed be the hearts he rules, the humble places where he dwells. He is the rightful son of bliss who fills our lives and makes us his, creator of the world, our only strength for good. Come, Lord, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Our hearts are open wide in trust. Oh, show us now your lovely grace. Upon our sorrows shine your face, and let your Holy Spirit guide our journey in your grace so wide. We praise your holy name from age to age the same. Who is this King of glory? Who is the Lord mighty in battle, but he's also the Christ child born for you. So as we go through this Advent, remember that. Let us pray. Almighty God, give us grace that we may cast away the works of darkness and put upon us the armor of light now in the time of this mortal life and in which thy Son, Jesus Christ, came to us to visit us in great humility, that in the last day, when he shall come again in his glorious majesty to judge both the quick and the dead, we may rise to the life immortal through him who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost now and ever. Amen. Well, church, go in peace. Serve the Lord. We'll see you tomorrow.